At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleh Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take D.C. on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glaser Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glaser Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glaser Podcast. To start listening. This is Live Bet Sunday on VSEN, the Sports Betting Network. Live Bet Sunday. There is uh, a surprisingly calm crowd at the moment. It won't be crowd. They won't be. They won't be calm for long. Here at the South Point. Of course, we're brought to you by BetMGM. I'm Jeff Parles. We'll see Ben Wilson and Danny Burke in a little bit because we got the Hall of Famer. Parlay, what do you Vinny say? Vinny Maliulo with us. Hey, <laughs> I, look, I'm on, I, I'm on cloud nine. I mean, my team pulled a double-digit outright upset today. That's I'm right. in great shape. <laughs> J-E-T-S, is yeah. huh? Good for you, buddy. You yeah. know, it's uh, it, it's very different. Been 11 years of being in a hole <laughs> uh, and uh, and uh, very different at 6-3 and three right now for, I think for the New York Jets. The statement today was the fact that the, the way they, they recovered from – a really awful game last week. Yeah. Not to take anything away from from the Patriots, but uh, I think that you're you know you're starting to see obviously personnel changes. Uh, you know, it, it's talked about quite a bit. Cultural change. Uh, the Jets are just executing. They're better. Uh, you know, and so uh, the division is good. I, you know, All I, the teams I, are over five hundred through you, nine weeks. You know, you, you talked about it in in, in the, the previous segment, which I think you hit on a key point because going into the season, everybody was so excited and. Rightfully so about the AFC West, and it was yeah. the highest-rated conference. You know, we have power ratings for teams. We also rate co- uh, divisions, right. and that was uh, the the top division. When you look at these two Eastern divisions in both the NFC and the AFC, uh, they're 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 competitive. The teams battle. They're good, and uh, all all eight teams 
are, are alive. Yeah, uh, no, look, I mean, look, let's face look, it, halfway look, through the season. Washington probably not as much after today's loss, but because that race for the seven seed in the yeah, NFC yeah. could really be ugly, sure. they're they're still technically yeah. alive. But all the all the teams in the AFC East, Buffalo, a half game lead yeah. on both the Jets and Miami, where mm-hmm. Buffalo is 0-2 in the division. They lost to both Miami and I New know. York yeah. uh, so far this year. New England just, and there they are. Not <laughs> Hanging any, around. Really, really thoroughly unimpressive, but here they are, 5-4, and four, the New England Patriots. You know, uh, it's uh, it's it, it's good, and, it, and it's good. Listen, we've seen a lot of unpredictability uh, this year in football that makes for – a lot of good things. It makes for it's great for fans, yeah. um, but it's great for business too. So there's no no doubt. All right, Vinny, you walked in here. I said, "Hey, you probably had a brutal morning," and you were like, "Nope." <laughs> well, when you look, what do we have? Eight games this morning, right? Yeah. And we and we, we always talk about this because a lot of folks are, are, are still of the mindset that you know the books always need a lot of dogs, but right. what we need is you know the the best results are a balance of favorites and a balance of dogs I and mean, we do need favorites sometimes we needed the bills today the bills the, the jets winning that Went game outright 12, we, we, we listen to 10 and a half we we needed here are the favorites we needed today we needed the patriots we needed the bills today we needed the dolphins today okay um one and one and two so far uh we needed the chargers uh today and that game fell three so that game uh toggled between three and three and a half not a good result because it did fall exactly three um, we did need the Bengals. They got there. Got there easy. Um, we did need the Jags, so that was a, a small dog that we needed. So got there. You know, I mean, we need, we need the Buccaneers this afternoon. So why? Why did PA? I, again, look. look I, why did but either I, one of them? I, I, no, exactly. Like, <laughs> right, that's is what you're going to say? Like, no, I look. I, I I didn't real. I didn't. I didn't touch this game at all. Mm-hmm. But the Rams have. The Bucks have had glimpses of being a competent football team this year. Glimpses. Not recently, but early they did. I was going to say, uh, Not was recently. that in like the first couple of no, weeks? No, I mean, it was really, really, in all honesty, it was the, the best The best football they played was the fourth quarter of week two yeah, against New Orleans, yeah. where the Saints mm-hmm. just blew up and the Bucks mm-hmm. took full advantage. Uh, but right now it's three nothing. Like another game that between what between two and a half, three and a half, three and the land. And right uh, now, we three went nothing. back and forth on this one uh, between uh, three and two and a half. Okay. Yeah, so did close at three. Uh, you know, uh, we the, the other side. The other thing it, here it is: two games this afternoon. The way the schedule break out, uh, broke out, uh, we need one dog. It's this, uh, the Seahawks, and mm-hmm. we need one favorite. We need the Buccaneers this afternoon. What um for for these morning games too? The other the other thing that happened, uh, and, and you mentioned it uh, just. And I want to go to the Bear game for a second. Yeah. Because you said you needed Miami, correct? We needed the – in that game, we did need the Dolphins, yeah. You did need, need the Dolphins. So need. that was correlated to what the market did because that was five early in the week as it, low as three and a half and close four. It went for – the initial play in this game, and I'm, I'm surprised. This one surprised us. Initially, it was all about the Dolphins when we posted mm-hmm. on Monday and Tuesday. Uh, but it was a steady stream of bear money uh, for the rest of the week, including uh, right up till kickoff. It was a uh, fair decision. But again, the biggest decision of the morning was the the Bills a Jets game. That was the biggest decision of the day, and it went uh, went went your way. Went my way, <laughs> Jeffrey. Good for I you. I can tell you that. No, that's that's surprising. And again, yeah, you're, you're talking about again a game that was twelve and a half most yep. of the week, close ten and a half. Jets out. Don't need the points. Win the game outright. But we're talking about a, again a game involving a double-digit yeah. 
line game that was your biggest need. And, and here's what you see. And Jimmy Vicaro does a great job. If you notice, there were some pretty big parlays tweeted out to money line parlays that included, uh, you know, the Bills in that case. So you thought, well, the Jets were good, but the Jets were also Jets got some uh, some teaser action again. People, uh, you know, don't always tease. Professionals don't always tease the favorites down. Some of them, you know, some folks. Uh, realized that if you tease teams up, you're going to get some, uh, some value too. But uh, money line play on the Jets, again, you want you want that balance because it's not just about straight bets. It's about the multi-leg uh, bets that come in in terms of parlays and teasers. So, uh, you know what? It, it, it broke our way. You still need to, you know, get some of those bigger decisions. But they were fair decisions, and again. But the, the biggest decision of the day went uh, the, uh, the better's way. And uh, we tip our cap to him. We pay him and let him bet this afternoon and bet this evening and then tomorrow night. And then uh, next week, and we do it all over we'll again. Just keep going, buddy. And just keep going. That's it's, right. It's, time is an endless Listen, loop. Listen, our economy just keeps turning <laughs> along, you know? I mean, we don't need any rate hikes. We don't need all this other nonsense. Hey, look, inflation doesn't matter that's for all. you guys. No, it doesn't matter all. at all. Right. Uh, by the way, I will say this, Vinny. I don't know if you've seen this. So, uh, the one entry, uh, the Crushroom Sports entry in Circus Survivor today, at six left. All six on Buffalo. No, they, they had yeah, all six. All six on Buffalo. Ooh, that was risky. With uh, so obviously, with how many people were left going in? Matt, how many were left? We'll, we'll let Matt Santos. I think it was a little over a hundred or something. I think it was a little over a hundred. But he put uh, all six on all six on, uh, Buffalo. on Buffalo. Yeah. By the way, Cooper Cup, humongous play, touchdown Rams. So the Rams with the first touchdown of the game, and it's six to three mm-hmm. L.A. Uh, so there By you the go. way, in our prop here today, yeah. team to score first, the Falcons, fifteen to one. You know, Vinny, Did you have that also? You know what? So Chris tweeted it out this morning. Mm-hmm. I got here at about nine fifteen because right. I usually get here. You get here early. I get yeah. here early. Get the TV set up. Get get my my bets and cash uh, in behind me. And I I looked at the odds. And I'm like, you know what? The Falcon Charger game. Those prices seem a little bit a little bit good for the better there. Mm-hmm. And of course, I forgot to bet it. Just, I just a poor, but just I poor saw ex- you in line. Just poor I saw execution. you. I thought it was. I thought it, uh, my, the only, the only, the only bet, the only bet that I made with you guys this morning is I money line Jacksonville. Okay, that so that did get home for me at least. All right, well, good, good. So, Vinny, uh, all right, net, net one hundred twenty-three going into today in Circus Survivor. By the and way, all six and six on Buffalo. Wow, that's uh, rough. Yeah, that is uh, that is rough. I uh, you, know, you kind of feel bad for that. Like, I mean, but here you are. if with one hundred one hundred twenty five going in, uh, and you've got six left. Whew, that's uh, it's tough. That's pretty risky. By the way, of the of the other entries left, Philadelphia obviously won. They did. Cincinnati was up a billion at halftime. Right. One. New England, poor Sam Ellinger and the Colts mm-hmm. just have no chance whatsoever. Easy, 18. Dolphins survive with two. So this could very easily, if Kansas City wins tonight against Tennessee, they're a 13 and a half point favorite now mm-hmm. with the questions at quarterback for Tennessee. It's a real chance that all the, the, the only entries that go home this week are the seven on Buffalo. Wow. Wow. Assuming that's, that's, with Arizona, which is a coin flip game you know, right now. have that many left, that's, uh, well. Tough. I mean, that's uh, a... a but hey, look, man! You know, there's people it, survivors gambling too, man. Yeah, and that's let's remember it's pick 'em. So, yeah. you know, but it's been a great season for for that contest. Vin, think if, about it with the unpredictability, right? Vinny, we are reaching the point of the year tomorrow officially where yes, baseball's done. 
Congratulations yeah. to the Astros winning the title. Mattress Mac wins yeah. a lot of money. Did. Not from you guys, though. He didn't bet here. No, year. he didn't. In fact, Jimmy uh, tweeted something out, too. You know, uh, Jim uh, uh, did play, started uh, betting with us uh, uh, right. probably right, uh, you know, about four or five years ago. And um, once Passport got overturned, he was, you know, played uh, more, play, more com- the, convenient the, the to him. Jurisdictions, yes. Uh, you know, he would bet uh, three, four hundred thousand with us. So, but uh, yeah, he did. He did quite well. Congratulations to him. So, so uh, now that we reached the the spot where yeah. college basketball mm. begins tomorrow. Tomorrow, there's only a, uh, a, about a hundred and uh, nine bajillion games. Th- th- games under thirty yeah. games or something. You like have that. Uh, hockey. You have the NBA. Yeah. You have college football. You yeah. have you have the NFL. Obviously, the footballs take precedence because that's the mm-hmm. sports that obviously get bet the most. But what is this in the last minute we have with you? What is this season now, especially with a new one that can be very can have a high level of variance early in the year, like yeah. college basketball? How does that like for you guys behind the counter? Um, it's you know uh, basketball overall is number two to football, and again, right. I, I group college and pro football together. Now, well, you got you almost have to group uh, uh, college and. Uh, uh, pro basketball together too because there's so many more games and tomorrow's a great example professionals have already made their numbers and they're going to compare the numbers you're going to see pros they'll be more likely to take prices because there's a lot of name brand recognition uh when it comes to uh to college uh, basketball and you've got over 350 teams right so uh trying to trying to uh, make uh numbers on numbers are going to move fast Pros will be looking to take as many points as possible, and uh, you'll see some some real surprises tomorrow. Not only in terms of numbers, but in terms of results. Did Vinny? Uh, excuse me, Vinny. Did uh, Did Jimmy make make his fictional election day numbers yet? No, he did not. Not yet. He didn't do it. Not yet. Not yet. <laughs> Stay tuned. Go to come Stay Tuesday. Tuned. Get get him on the get him on the Twitter machine uh, for, for Jimmy Vaccaro. Vinny, pleasure as always. Good to be buddy. with you, Jeff. Uh, Danny and Ben will be with you next. We'll update you on what's going on in Arizona and in Tampa. I bet Sunday. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. It's lunchtime at Tim Hortons, and we're serving up a special deal just for you. Our new $5.99 lunch deal includes your choice of any lunch sandwich and a side of crunchy kettle chips. Because what's lunch without a little crunch? And the sandwich choice is all yours. Like a ham and Swiss, Chipotle chicken wrap, BLT, and more. Made to order just the way you like it. Tim Hortons' new lunch deal. Simple, delicious, and just $5.99. Now that's a good deal. Only at your neighborhood Tim's. U.S. only. Price and participation vary. Terms apply. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. 
basically everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. So I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey guys, this is Matt Jones, Drew Franklin from the Fade This Podcast. we got a great episode coming up. Picks in all the sports, football, basketball, we do them all. But here's a preview of this week's episode. Do you think it's more embarrassing to dye your hair or to have hair plugs? I don't think either are embarrassing if you're not trying to conceal it and act like you didn't. Okay, so you think if you just come out and go, I got hair plugs. Yeah, like check out these hair plugs. I mean, don't just walk around, hey, tapping, hey, <laughs> hey, stranger, I don't want you thinking this is natural. You know, but I mean, <laughs> do you, you have to do that with everyone you meet? Some people try to act like they, uh, you know what I mean. Yeah, but I mean, like, like John Cena got it. You know, when John Cena came back to wrestling, he had a bald spot, and now he doesn't. Mm-hmm. You think he should be required in all interviews to say, look, by the way, I covered up my bald spot? Yeah, I guess it's weird. I mean, you don't wear a sign or, like, put a sign in your yard, but... All right, so what about toupees? Those are the most obvious. I but let's like. say you're like Bill Self and you can get it to where it looks good. His is magical. I don't even know if his is a toupee. It is. Though. I think he went into the future and had a procedure we haven't even discovered yet. And this episode was brought to you in partnership with DraftKings. To hear more, listen and subscribe to Fade This on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts. This is Live Bet Sunday on VSEN, the sports betting network. It is time to download Nevada's premier sports betting app, BetMGM Sports. BetMGM is on your favorite wagering options, along with in-game betting, boosted odds specials, and much more. Download the BetMGM app today and stop by any MGM casino on the Strip with your state-issued ID to open an account and start placing sports bets from anywhere in Nevada. Whatever your sport, whatever your betting style, you're going to love BetMGM. State-of-the-art technology and fan-friendly specials every day of the week. Visit BetMGM for terms and conditions. Must be 21 or older and physically located in Nevada. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700. We'll start with the marquee game of the year when the schedule makers came out with it and CBS paid gobs of money to make sure no other game could be in its particular time slot. And that is the LA Rams and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. As Danny Burke is back with us, Jeff off this segment. I'm Ben Wilson here over at the Circus Sportsbook Studios. And this has just been a mess of a game. 69-yard touchdown pass, Danny. As I up, look at the updated live stats here, you have had the 69-yard touchdown for Cooper Cup. The other 16 plays have garnered a combined 25 yards for the Rams. And the Buccaneers have a grand total of 87 yards through 17 plays, three first downs, and three drives. 7-3 here. I, I have an inkling to look under. It's 40 and a half, Danny. This thing closed 42 and a half. And you've gotten the cheap kind of blown coverage touchdown so far. Yet, I find myself more just infuriated for both you and I backing Tampa preflop here in contest that uh, they have they have managed to mangle a great start the way that they have here down 7-3. I just still don't get why Todd Bowles is settling for a field goal when it's fourth and short and you are that close, what three yards to getting into the end zone, Ben, you put it perfectly like that had nothing to do with analytics. That was just pure feel and putting faith in your defense that they could limit Matt Stafford and that terrible Rams offense on their own goal line. Like it just made no sense whatsoever. Cool. You settled for three. Well then what five minutes later, you let up a huge play to Cooper cup and now you're trailing seven to three and you're still going to need a touchdown to overcome them. Like it just made no sense to me. And look, we were debating if Cooper cup actually was going to be a hundred percent healthy in this game. 
Well, it seems like he's looking pretty good after that play, but it's funny because you also mentioned, oh, what, the 64-yard touchdown reception and then like 15 yards of offense came elsewhere. That's pretty much how the Rams' success, the limited amount of success that, that they've had, that's been the way it has occurred. It's been Cooper Cup or nothing. So as long as the Bucks can limit him, then perhaps you can see an in-game bet on Tampa right now, uh, minus 110 on the money line. If you think that they can just contain him and Tom Brady can have some semblance of how to run an offense again. Right. I had the little uh, ooh-ah thing going because Stafford almost picked on first and 10 I after know, the Bucks forced into stuff. a punt. You know, and my, my big handicap, too, on this was Tampa is weak against the run, something we've not said for several years. You can run on Tampa, but the Rams have zero ability to do that themselves. And without that ability to establish the run, I figured the much sounder secondary of the Bucks would hold up through this game. So far on the ground, Rams five carries, nine yards, a grand total of 1.8 yards per carry. So I feel like that part of the handicap has been vindicated somewhat, Danny. It's just when you have an offense that is bad in Tampa and totally out of sorts, uh, Mike Evans, for what it's worth, he was hurt on the first play of the game or first drive does come back though. So he looks all right. Three catches for 27 yards, but you become susceptible. It's a, it's a small margin for error. If you, if you make one blown coverage, well, all of a sudden you're down in the game, even though your defenses look good. So uh, Rams forced to burn a timeout here before third and six, 10, 25 to go in the first half. And that uh, live number now, 39 and a half. I still see some 40 and a halves out there. Bucks very, very short favorite right now. Maybe a minus one and a half or minus 110 on the money line, depending on where you look. We're at the two minute warning though, Danny in Arizona. So you and I were oppo here pre-flop. At least I liked Seattle, had them in contests and in teasers. You like the Arizona side. It's a pick them right now. Seattle 10, Arizona seven. If we, we remove the uh, the pregame convictions we had, take those goggles off. Uh, how do you evaluate this game so far? So again, it's had a little bit of everything in a three point Seattle lead. <laughs> well, yeah. So I leave with Arizona again. I didn't end up pulling the trigger on them, but yeah, my conviction did go off, with Danny. this. Yeah, with the side of Arizona, but uh, <laughs> look here, Ben, uh, look, Arizona's moving the ball well enough, six yards per play compared to Seattle's 4.8, but Seattle's really winding it down, right? They're controlling the time of possession over 16 minutes compared to Arizona at about 11 and a half. And the penalties have been egregious for Arizona too. So um, I I'm still waiting for a little bit better of a number with the Cardinals. That's why in just such a narrow game here in the Cardinals laying minus buck 40. I don't think it's necessarily worth the play, Ben. So right now, even taking all of that out of the mix, I don't want to do anything with it. I know we joked about this total 43 and a half is what we're seeing now. I don't know. Seattle's taken too long offensively to where I wouldn't want to bet an over. So I, I think I would lean under, but nothing that I'm going to end up playing with the total. That's for sure. Based on what we saw last week or, or the last time they played and mm -hmm. kind of how they're looking now. But again, I'm waiting to see if I could get a better spot with Arizona. It just doesn't seem like that's going to be the case as they are moving the ball downfield though here. And uh, maybe they'll get a chance to tie it up at the end of this first half. Well, as continues to be the case for Arizona, their best offense is just don't even call a play. Just just snap yes. the ball to Kyler Murray. Let him just zoom around and, and a jitterbug <laughs> his way into the backfield and then just make something happen. He picks up 17 on one of those vintage Kyler Murray scrambles to pick up a first down. Cardinals take a timeout. 110 to go here in the first half after a short, actually that was a loss of four looking for the screen to Robbie Anderson. I don't, there's no other team, Danny, where the scripted plays look so bad and lifeless and yet and just with any lack of artistry around them. And yet the ad libbing nature of this team is actually pretty good. It's like, they should just commit to being like a, a jazz musician type offense here. Uh, and yet you point out the Seattle uh, front of this. 
and the limited success they have had offensively. It was a concern I had going in. I, that's why I really only wanted to play Seattle in the teasers. Did not bet them at, the, at catching the two, just played them in contest there. But Geno Smith, without a real reliable run game today against the top five Arizona rush defense, hey, Seattle 13 carries 52 yards. Kenneth Walker has been limited, nine for 31. And so you've seen a, a lot of dink and dunk for Geno Smith as a result since it's been a pretty predictable offense. 13 to 17 for 92 yards, does have a touchdown as Kyler Murray almost throws a, another interception, just throwing it up for grabs. So it's why for me, you know, you look at the, the way these teams have played 19, nine, the first game I was on over every which way you're seeing in game two, this total came down a little bit. It was 49. Now we're sitting 43 and a half. It's hard for me to trust. You talk about pace and you talk about just the one dimensional nature of that offense. Hard for me to trust, even though Seattle's put together points in bunches over the course of the year, hard for me to really trust them to, to do the same thing here today. So if anything, I'd actually lean to the under as crazy as that, uh, that sounds right now. I'd wait though, since we have this final two minute situation to go in the first half, we'll see what Murray does third and 14. Again, it's like Danny, just let him let him freelance. And here again, they freelance just buying time. Little dump off pass goes for 15 yards on third and 14. It's amazing. There you go. It works, right? Kind of crazy. Uh, I'm with you, though. I would bet the under because we got to also give credit to this Seattle defense. Not only did they limit Arizona's offense in that first game, but really their secondary has been a revelation for the squad this this year. And it, it was really shocking, but they've done an excellent job with developing the rookies early on. And they have been a sensation for them and really keeping them in these games by limiting their opponents when their offense fails to execute in the red zone. That's the other thing yeah. that may point you toward the under is, yeah, Seattle can move the ball, but they were one of the worst red zone offenses. I think they're scoring like 40% of the time once they got into the red zone. So uh, even if they are moving it, Arizona's league, defense, yeah. probably one we overlook from time to time. If you're getting over 40, which I do see 41 and a half right now, because at best you're getting a field goal out of Arizona, realistically 10, 10 going into the half, right? So then you're assuming, you know, half and half that's 40. You're getting above that at 41 in the hook. I would lean toward the under as well, Ben, that would be the strongest consideration based on these numbers. Yeah, and again, wait, see if Arizona likely to score here. Short pickup on first and 10. Cardinals right on the edge of field goal range. One timeout left, 40 seconds to go in the first half. It, I think a good uh, pro tip for us to give out, and this is you can apply going forward for Seattle. If Again, if they're playing a team, the Seahawks are, that is an elite run defense team, and you have that, I mean, think about the Rams. Top, right now, second in the, in the league defending the run, a little weaker against the pass. But if you're Seattle and, and you're going to be in those a one-dimensional, predictable-type offensive sets because of a, a team you're playing that has a really good run defense. Maybe look to the prop market on these Geno Smith uh, props just on completions, attempts, with how dink and dunk of a nature that that offense becomes. It's it's still efficient. He's still completing uh, 13 to 17 passes, but I don't know what his, his prop was coming in, Danny. I have to think it was probably, what, high teens, uh, low 20s on the completions and, and upper 20s on the attempts, and you're at 13 to 17 already here and just trying to take what the defense is giving you and avoid running into a strength on the other side. I, I'm not a prop guy. You, I, you are here at the network, but that to me seems like a pretty actionable resource you can look at uh, going forward here in these Seattle games. 
Absolutely. And and look, when you look at this Arizona defense, they're going to be susceptible to giving up those short yardage plays. Like they're not going to be the best defense in the world, but they can limit you enough, but that's going to open up the opportunities for Gino to kind of rack up those completions. And you're actually kind of seeing him uh, pass it a little bit more so than he typically does. I'm not sure what it closed at Ben, but you're right. It's usually around like 19 and a half, 20 and a half for Gino yeah. Smith. And look, he's already been throwing the ball a ton and same with Kyler Murray. And now that they're not going to score, he's already 14 of 18. He has been the king of going over pass attempts, them trailing, going into the second half against a team. They already lost to expect him to keep passing, passing, passing into the second half. Right. Well, here we go. So Robbie Anderson, welcome to Arizona bricks, uh, just a wide open catch <laughs> on third down Arizona going for it. Fourth and four Murray. Oh, what a play. Oh, he fumbled the ball. Get it. Seattle. There we go. Thank you, Kyler. You're making amazing Classic. plays on one end, giving the ball back on the other end. Let's go, Danny. Seahawks teasers and contest. All right, we welcome Jeff back next. <laughs> Halftime line coming up shortly there in Arizona and more punts in Tampa. Who's surprised there? This is Live Bet Sunday on VSAN, the sports betting network. Get everything VEASAN has to offer for the rest of the football season for only $99. Get VEASAN Pro access all the way through the Super Bowl, plus our upcoming college basketball, college bowl, and Super Bowl betting guides. Give yourself an edge. Visit VEASAN.com slash subscribe to get your $99 midseason special today. That's VEASAN.com slash subscribe. Jeff Parles off of his one break for this show. I assume, Jeff, you went over, had a celebratory hot dog, took a lap in celebration, found some fellow Jet fans there at the South Point. Because your Jets had the uh, big money line, plus 450 victory earlier today against the previously Super Bowl-crowned Buffalo Bills. But as we welcome Jeff back to the hey, show. taking my line. We're like at halftime in Arizona. Yeah, go for it. <laughs> uh, you know, pretty pretty fun day for, for, uh, for one Jeff. And they just signed Edwin Diaz to a, the Mets did to a massive contract. If the Jets, so everything's if the Jets coming up hired Edwin, If the Jets uh, signed Edwin Diaz, I'd, have, I'd be confused. But, yeah, not a bad day for me. No. It's okay. It's a good day. Not, not, a bad, not a bad day for you. And Jeff, I know you're someone who loves ridiculous coaching stats more than anybody. We, we had talked previously about the Matt rule stat in Carolina and his inability to win games when giving up at least 17 points. Uh, how about the Arizona Cardinals now under Cliff Kingsbury? As we go into the halftime locker room, Kyler Murray fumbles after making a brilliant play to escape pressure. Fumbles, gives it back to Seattle at the end of the half. Seattle 10, Arizona 7 going to the locker room. Cliff Kingsbury is Cardinal head coach. When his teams are trailing at the half, 6-26-1 oh. in his tenure. How about them apples, Jeff? You know, the bad part is I was actually kind of looking at betting Arizona in the second half, Ben. But, but, uh, <laughs> Minus one and a half. Yeah, plus I'm, one and a half for the game. I'm going to stay off here. I, look, that play at the end of the half from Kyler was the quintessential Kyler Murray play. Do something absolutely spectacular. And then on the same play – do something completely catastrophic that was unnecessary. So, look, I, I think this I, the, Kyler and Kingsbury really a perfect match for each other. They have all the potential in the world, but when push comes to shove, they 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 don't have it. They don't have the it factor that you need to be in elite tandem in this league. And and for Seattle, I, I thought Seattle played a fine half, Ben. I don't think they did anything spectacular. Geno made a few good throws. He's been efficient. He hasn't turned the ball over. And that's why Seattle has the lead here. Just they play, they played cleaner football in this game than the Cardinals have. And once again, too, Danny and I were just talking about this last segment where 
As much as the original peripheral numbers would have suggested, this is an overtype game in the market here. This opened 24 and quickly bet up a half point here to 24 and a half for the second half. I just wonder if the if the stats and underlying numbers are maybe deceiving us a little bit. We talk about the pace for Seattle. It's been slow. They've controlled time of possession. Both teams over five and a half yards per play. So again, that looks good. But you combine the Seattle angle here on the pace with the Arizona inability to finish drives and I, I would only, and this just got bet up at another book, Danny, to 25 here. So a lot of money coming to the over. I can't help but be uh, on the opposite sides here with, with where the market's going. Yep, exactly what we talked about. The Seattle defense is better than a lot of people give them credit for, and myself included. And Arizona, yeah, they come alive in the second half. But you heard that stat that you that, that Ben, you just listed, 626-1. How do you overcome that with a team that is already at its, like, bottom barrel of what they're enabled or unable to do really. And especially against Seattle, like Seattle knows yeah. how to work around them. So I'm kind of in the same camp as Jeff. Like I was looking for a way to get involved with Arizona trailing. You're not giving me any incentive with them. Just that even money. Cliff Kingsbury certainly doesn't give me any incentive. In fact, I would actually be more enticed now to look at the minus 130 with Seattle or whatever kind of price you can get with the Seahawks with a three point lead, with nothing going the way of Arizona and them once again not taking advantage of opportunities. So, uh, nothing with the side that I'm ever going to want to do, I think, now that I've seen some of these weird things that always seem to occur with Arizona. I do agree with you with this total going under the fact that you're getting it over 40. I still think that's a viable play to the under. Under 40 and a half, minus 110, uh, Ben. I don't hate that. And in, you know, like market wide, we're seeing up to 24 and a half. So you, you could actually get as high as 41 and a half to the right. under there. Arizona does get the ball first to start the second half for what that is worth. And Jeff, I, I find myself in the position. We talk about middles all the time on this show, having the anchor or the final leg of a teaser here that cat one first leg cashed earlier with Atlanta plus eight and a half second leg of the second teaser. I'm on here today with Seattle plus the eight and a half. We've seen too with Arizona. There's nothing about this game that makes me think Arizona is winning by margin here. Maybe they come back. We've seen an early move in the market. Some books have moved from one and a half Arizona to two in favor of the Cardinals for the second half. But I don't feel threatened at all by the teaser leg, considering what what you just talked about and the quintessential nature of this team to take one step forward, two steps back. It looks like Arizona has been the better team so far. Stats do indicate that, but I'm, I'm not convinced Arizona, even if they are to come back, I'm not really worried about my position on that teaser, like getting the eight and a half. Uh, anything you're, you're looking to do here, Jeff, second half? I'm going to stay off. I did look at Arizona. I'm not going to do it. Uh, ben, I think you just yeah. one of the Arizona is one of these teams that just can't beat people by margin. That's just who they are. The only team they, they beat by margin this year was Carolina. And that was in the midst of the, the debacle with Baker and Rule together. So, <laughs> yeah. so I mean, that's the, again, that's the only game they've won by double digits. Yeah, I know they were up double digits in New Orleans, and New Orleans got in the back door for a teaser at the end with a touchdown. But the only reason that game blew up was because Andy Dalton lost his mind for about 35 seconds of game time. So uh, Two uh, pick sixes yeah. will do that. Too. Yeah, yeah, so I look, I Arizona's just not a team that beats people by margin. I thought the two best teaser legs, and it was the teaser leg I, we went with on the Megapod this week for myself, was Seattle and, and Jacksonville. The Raiders are not capable of beating anyone by margin. We saw again, they blew a 17-point lead. Jacksonville wins that game outright. And then Arizona, again, not capable of beating real teams by margin. And there's no reason to think that they'll come out and win this second half, four, like, 14 to nothing. Like, we don't, we don't see that happening, Ben. I don't see that at all.
Uh, look, I, I'm totally, totally with you there. Jeff Parles, after starting, uh, what, 0-6 on Megapod teasers, he's come roaring back with success no, these past yeah. couple of weeks. So, so um, ben, ben, <laughs> so. ben, I do want to bring one, one thing up with the teasers real quick because, Danny, Danny, I want your opinion on this too because up until these last few weeks, the early portion of this year, I don't know why it's been the case. I don't know if it's because more people have decided that Stanford Wong teasers are now a thing uh, in this age where new people pop up left and right on social media as quote-unquote gambling experts. But, Danny, I, is there a reason that you think the Stanford Wong teasers were so bad early and then now these last few weeks they're starting to make a little bit of a comeback? I don't think there's necessarily a rhyme or reason for it. It just shows you the parody that happens throughout the NFL and how hard it is to beat this racket. I mean, even though you're going with a home favorite teasing them down, we have seen those home favorites lose, you know, teasing up the short home and road dogs. Yeah. You're getting a better look, but at the end of the day, they are underdogs and there is going to be a lot of volatility when a team that is sweating it out to the very end may do something ridiculous and kind of screw your teaser. It happens, but it's just one of those weird I don't want to call it an aberration per se, but because it's happened a lot, just maybe as a season entirely, the first half, it's just collectively been very, very wonky. But like many things do, it's kind of coming back to the norm, like you mentioned, Jeff. And I think that's probably what you can expect to see throughout the remainder of the season. For example, like I wanted to take the Cincinnati Bengals as a teaser play. Unfortunately, didn't have a dancing partner that I like, so I didn't end up doing it. But since he goes out there and dominates it, I know, Ben, uh, you're sweating out what you got Seattle. Had on the teaser, you had Atlanta on a side. Again, now you are had getting kind of a, too. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and there you go. And now you're getting a true identity of these teams. And I think maybe too, you had some frauds at the beginning, like Green Bay, absolute fraud. Uh, the Raiders, we had a little bit higher expectations too. They weren't doing great. Cincinnati was slow to get going in this season and same with Jacksonville, a team that surprisingly did well, then started doing bad again. So now that we're getting a good understanding of these squads. Now I think they will cash in probably more consistently than they did at the beginning of the year. Well, and, and, and Ben, one Jeff too, the, the issue as well. Like, yeah. I was, yeah. I was say, just the, the big favorites were the issues early. I yeah. mean, the, the principle yeah. and we talked the three legs I liked this week. were all the short dogs going up through three and seven. I've honestly just gotten away. I've really gotten away from the, off the big yeah. favorites teasing down because of that volatility. No, Danny I, was look, talking I, about. I, I think, through nine going into this week. So through eight weeks is the most games decided by a touchdown in league history by a pretty significant margin. And I think you're right, Ben. It's a really good point. Now the most, the, the obvious teaser candidate today for the, for the home teams was Cincinnati and they won by 21 and was a no doubter all the way. But I think if you now with this league being so tight and so close together, if you take these dogs from two, two and a half, Jacksonville, Seattle, both of those dogs through two, uh, from two to eight, two and a half to eight and a half, getting through the six and the seven and the three. I, I think you probably are setting up for more success with those shorter dogs because this league is so jumbled and so even for the most part that really anyone can beat anyone, especially in those games that are tightly lined. Uh, meanwhile, I, I can't help but laugh at this Tampa Rams game. Last time we updated it, <laughs> Last time we updated it, it was about 20 minutes ago. Rams had a third and six after a timeout. Since then, punt, 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 Tampa block field goal. Rams punt after Matthew Stafford drops a, a normal snap right to him on third down. 
And then the Rams, they they don't let the clock run to the two-minute warning before punting. Why? They get it off like 10 seconds too early. And then the Bucks decide to field it inside their own five-yard line. That would have gone into the end zone for a touchback with about 2.05. Return it out to just shy of the 20. And now we're inside the two-minute warning. This game is so stupid, so drunk. These teams are bad. <laughs> And yeah, it's like a car crash. I can't, I can't look away, guys. We'll have uh, we'll right. in-game updates and a line for you on that next because Tampa has it down 7-3 at the two-minute warning. You've really missed nothing uh, from our discussion over the past 20 minutes talking about the Rams and Bucks. So that discussion will happen when we come back to Live Bets. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to, to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glaser Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glaser Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glaser Podcast to start listening. This is Live Bet Sunday on VSEN, the sports betting network.
turn a loss into a win with BetMGM. Place a one-game parlay wager with at least four legs on any pro football game. If all legs of the parlay hit but one, you'll get your stake back in free bets up to $25. Log into your counter, download the app, and sign up with BetMGM to take advantage of this offer all season long. Just opt into the one-game parlay insurance promotion, then place a one-game parlay wager with four legs or more on any pro football game. If you miss only one leg on your wager, you'll receive up to $25 back in free bets. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. 21 years of age or older to wager. New and existing customer offer. All promotions are subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. Rewards issued as non-withdrawable free bets or site credit. Free bets expire seven days from issuance. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Mississippi, Nevada, or New York. We're back underway. Third quarter starting in Arizona. 10-7 Seattle. At 13.32 to go here in the third quarter as the Cardinals quickly go three and out. So if you're thinking about getting in on the cards, you're about to get a better number. Uh, they were getting the money uh, minus one and a half to minus two at the half down by three, but a quick three and out for the Kyler Murray led Arizona Cardinals. And I know Jeff, you've got a, a nice stat here on the ineptitude we've seen offensively from both teams in Rams bucks as the bucks down by four, 36 seconds to go. First half, take their second time out of the half. Second and five on the edge of field goal range. Second straight drive. Bucks have been there, although their last field goal attempt uh, was blocked, Mr. Parles. Yeah, it's not quite as good now because the Bucks have kind of screwed this up with the with this competent drive they're on right now. Uh, look, I, T- Tampa right now is before this drive, it was two more first downs than punts in this game between the two teams, nine to seven. Uh, but Tampa impressive. has a few as a a few first downs on this drive. But you know, Ben. It's just one of these games where I thought the Tampa defense was further along than the Rams defense of being closer to being a good unit. And so far it has been, I think this is forget. I think the defenses have been fine. This has just been pure ineptitude by two offenses that had completely lost their way period. End of story. And for Tampa, I mean, look, your offensive line stinks. Brady has always been a guy that has needed to have time because of his the the immobility that he has with his legs. And this is really, let's face it, guys, Brady's been in the league 20 years plus. This is the worst offensive line he has ever played behind. And it's really not even close. I don't think it's much of a shock that this offense has gone in the toilet because of that. That's totally fair statement to make. As a, another a pair of incompletions here from second down and five now to fourth and five. 38-yard field goal attempt here, Danny, for Tampa. And it's why like, you and I both looked at this, Danny, and even as uh, you know, we had the, the cheap blown coverage touchdown for Cooper Cup to make it 7-3. Field goal good as I look up, but 7-6 now. We'll get an updated odd and odds with both the side and total here in just a second. But yeah, for a game that closed, what, 42 and a half, there were those, the 40 and a halves were widely available right after that Cup touchdown. And I can't, I'm kicking. I have to say, I'm, I'm kicking myself for not getting involved on the under because it's, it's you know we we feel like broken records talking about this. But I guess Jeff points out there's really no sign for this getting any better on the Tampa front. And we've also seen how overmatched the Rams' offensive line has looked trying to defend uh, a, a pretty good and improving Bucks defense as well. Uh, we're down. I'm seeing 34 and a half now. So you might have missed the boat here, but still, uh, that's what that 21 and a half more points, Danny. The rest of the game, I, I don't see it. Do you? No, I mean, and if Tampa's going to be moving the ball, clearly it's not going to be by any big explosive plays. The secondary has the big threats. Godwin Evans locked down and whoever six is maybe that Perriman, but I mean, he's getting no success downfield and they got no run game either. And it, it just seems like it's all bad news for Tampa Bay. And while it certainly looks awful, 
I mean, the Rams, like you said, Ben, I don't necessarily know if I want to call it a fluke play, but it was just a wild play. And it's the only successful thing they've had offensively. You and I are invested in Tampa Bay. I still think Tampa Bay is the right side because as bad as Tampa Bay's offense has been, at least you have seen what three glimpses of them now moving the ball across midfield and having three different scoring opportunities. The Rams only had that one big explosive play to the only guy in their team that can make that type of offense happen. So kind of like what we were saying earlier, Ben, if you think Tampa Bay can contain Cooper cup enough and Tampa Bay can still move the ball to at least, I guess at this point, get field goals. The value, if you haven't gotten invested or if you want to double down, you know, teach their own, it should be on the side of the Buccaneers as gross as that may sound. I, no, I'm with you. It's, <laughs> it's been one play, Jeff. I have one play <laughs> for the, the Rams, and they will, they will be content to take a knee here. Matthew Stafford, 7 of 17 in the first half passing the football, and his overall numbers, 98 yards, did take a sack in there. And my whole thought process coming in, as we talked about before, LA's inability to run the ball would be a big issue here because that's been a weakness of Tampa's this season. Uh, Rams in the first half, nine carries, 15 yards, 1.7 yards per carry. So we await to get a halftime line. We'll see uh, as these pop up Uh, while we wait for that though, uh, this, look, this, this game in Arizona continues to play to an underpace. We talked about it at the half. We we all kind of disagreed with that market move from 24 to 24 and a half on the halftime line. Cardinals go three and out. Geno Smith gets sacked after originally having a lot of time to throw. Isaiah Simmons gets him, and it's now third and nine here for Smith and the Seahawks up three early stages, third quarter. It it really, Jeff, it really has had the feel uh, similar to what we saw when these two teams played in Seattle. Neither team really able to distinguish themselves, and Smith again gets sacked, this time by uh, fellow Mizzou alum uh, Marcus Golden here, Jeff. So, a lot of the similar things we just saw in Seattle a few weeks ago playing out. Yeah, you know what? It's just one of these matchups where you would assume these games would go flying over. The defenses aren't particularly great, but for whatever reason, both of these defenses match up well with these offenses. We've now seen it twice in a month. And I will say this, uh, from, from Arizona's perspective, I do think their defense has gotten significantly better over the past month. Uh, they, they, their pass rushes has turned into being pretty reasonable, all things considered. Uh, look, last week, what are you going to do? Uh, your, your offense kind of blew up on you. Yeah, you gave up 34 to Minnesota. Uh, but what are you going to do on that? The New Orleans game, New Orleans scored 34, but a lot of that was in garbage time. So I, I, I think Arizona's pass rush is, is something to look at moving forward. The problem is their offense is so untrustworthy that in a game that their defense is held up very nicely, you're still losing at home. With all that being said, you're still you're still, still losing at home. home. We're just waiting now for these halftime lines to uh, to populate. And yeah, it's it's why, as much as you guys said, and as much as Arizona has looked like the better team, I just you know I couldn't get there on on looking at Arizona in game. And you know it's like if they come back and win, and that's a bet I could have won. So be it. I'd rather do that than uh, <laughs> than have the mental gymnastics and suffer through the experience that is backing a a Cliff Kingsbury, Kyler Murray led team. That's just the reality at this point. Uh, We're now seeing threes, Danny, by the way, market wide bucks minus three in the second half total of 20 or 20 and a half. So that adjustment has come down a little bit from what we saw right at the end of the first half. It would be just our luck uh, having played the bucks in the contest laying two and a half that uh, the bucks win this game uh, 12, 10 here and win (laughs) win by two. Uh, I don't know about you, Danny's three feels like a pretty fair number to me. Same deal with the 20. Uh, as well, as much as we were just talking about under 21 and a half rest of the game would have made sense. Books clearly adjusting for, uh, for this ineptitude on offenses. We've gotten closer and closer towards the half. And, and now that we have that halftime break, we, we've seen that reflected in the market. 
If you like Tampa, just take them on the money line right now. I mean, I'm seeing minus a buck 30, like why lay minus a three for the second half? If that's realistically what you could push on, if they're going to win, right? I don't think that would surprise anybody. So pay yeah. a little bit more and just assume that they can get the outright win. If you want to lay three in the second half of this game, that's what I would do. And again, pretty much just reiterating what I said earlier, Tampa to me has been the better side as gross as that sounds. Yes. Todd Bowles should have went for it on that fourth and short. Yes. It's a bummer that they got the field goal blocked and that they couldn't get a touchdown on that last drive, but they have now had three scoring opportunities to the Rams. One explosive play to the only guy who can generate that offense. If they can continue to get pressure on Matt Stafford, mistakes are going to happen and the defense can set up Tampa Bay for another viable offensive possession. And I think that is going to be due in the second half. So I'm still feeling, well, I don't know if I'm feeling okay, but I'm feeling a little bit stronger on Tampa than I would be if I was back in Los Angeles. And I would suggest <laughs> yeah. if you want to get involved, still look at the side of Tom Brady and company, despite the ineptitude of Todd Bowles. Totally get it. That total t understand. I'm just, I'm going to stand Pat. We've all, we already had the conviction, Jeff had the contest play. Like it, no, no reason for me to feel uh, <laughs> to double up. And with how bad that these games have played out with a lack of scoring here is we, you sometimes get these slates where, especially with two games late you've talked about this before, Jeff, there's that, that sometimes that desire to try to force something in with, with how untrustworthy these four teams, I mean, Seattle's probably the, the most trustworthy of the bunch, but clearly not playing to their a level today as they sat Kyler Murray on first and 10. I think if anything, you look in game unders. And if you feel like you missed the boat on those numbers, probably just stay back and, uh, and let it ride out here. I think this is just one of those where you just sit back. If you're at home, crack, crack open a cold one and just enjoy the two <laughs> games left and don't bother with anything. Unless it look, then that can change in a dime. We know this like this. You could get a, a, a pick six in one of these games and want to go under immediately. So uh, I think these, it just, uh, I, I think my advice uh, rings true right now with these two games that oh, are going of course. Now these games are so bad. I'm just going to quit. I'm going to, I'm going to leave guys. I, I can't deal with it anymore. Um, <laughs> hey, actually, have a good I call tonight, have a broadcast ben. tonight. Uh, hey, I'm going to say G League Ignite Salt Lake City Stars. If you want to bet uh, over 233 and a half. Ignite gave up 80 points in the second half on Friday night. So if you want a little G League sweat, put it in the dock, I'll, I'll just be on the call. I can't bet it. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Jeff. All right, Jeff and Danny, they've got you covered the rest of the way. Been a blast hanging out with you guys as always on a packed NFL Sunday. Stick around. A couple more hours of Live Bet Sunday resume after this. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Saleha Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take DC. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder, 
I'm Saleh Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glaser Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glaser Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glaser Podcast to start listening.